Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Janine White. Tonight, I am very excited to bring Lachey on to talk to you about all things music. Her story is phenomenal, and I cannot wait for all of you to hear it. Hi, thank you so much for joining me tonight. How are you? Hey, Janine. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I've um, been seeing so many of your posts lately, and so many of the talent from New York has been sharing them and just thinking about how inspirational you were, so I just can't wait for you to share your oh, story wow. tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, for sure. No, I'm very excited to be here, oh. and I'm really glad to um, have been invited. You're welcome. Um, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm not usually this awkward in the beginning of the show. Usually it's later. I'm like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> so, I'm sorry to start right. off It's all good. <laughs> it's awesome. all good. So, so for people who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Okay. So basically I'm a singer-songwriter and a producer based here in New York City. And I have been doing this for a while. Um, I also write, so I'm also an author. And I perform. So... <laughs> What else do I do? I also like to joke and say stupid stuff. I like to exercise, and I really like to eat shrimp and sushi. <laughs> that's me in a nutshell. Hey, that's awesome. I love that. So if you like to joke around, we're going to get this. is going to be the best podcast I've had in a long time. Awesome. So excited. Nice. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Happy Thursday, everyone. So, um... So let's talk a little bit about music because um, you have a pretty phenomenal um, resume with that. Like when did you decide or when did you discover that you loved music and that you wanted to do that, to to perform music? So I've always really had sort of a musical bone. Um, Ever since I was really young, my mom sort of started cultivating my interest in music. I'm going to say like around four or five is when I started songwriting and singing very simple little ditties. So she got me a little keyboard. And from that point forward, I have just always been kind of singing and songwriting. And growing up, I was kind of a little bit of an outcast. I didn't hang out with people too much. We moved around a lot. So I pretty much just would stay to myself and write songs and write stories and write poems. And it just became just a complete part of me um, throughout high school. And then um, while I was in college, I started to do little shows in my dorm and just, we had a piano in the, in the dorm. So I do little shows in the dorm and it kind of started getting out of hand and people were like, wow, you really should uh, do something with this talent. And so I moved to New York and that was all she wrote. That's awesome. So how did you, um, I mean, how did you become a professional musician? I mean, yeah. So how did you break into the industry? And like, can you tell, can you discuss that process a little bit for us? So I, well, the, the first thing that ever really happened was um, I ended up uh, taking one of my 
friends who played the guitar and we just got together, wrote a couple of songs and we bought like with our bottom dollar, we bought a couple of tickets to go to South by Southwest. And so we went out to South by Southwest, which is the big festival in Texas. And we ended up, I ended up getting us a couple of showcases. And while we were playing at, you know, the unofficial showcases, the sort of smaller ones. And while we were playing at one of them, a, uh, a scout came through that was from uh, a small record label that was under EMI at the time. And uh, he heard uh-huh. me and he was like, wow, I got to do something with you. And I figured he was just talking crap and kind of passing through. Um, but we exchanged info and I ended up, you know, hitting him back up and then we continued. So it was really one of those a scout saw me kind of stories <laughs> that never happened anymore. <laughs> um, but... So that happened, and then from pretty much from that point forward, um, music was was what I was doing um, primarily. That's awesome. So, um, what is it about music that you love so much? What is it about music that I love so much? Um, I think e- that... easy question, right? <laughs> you yes and no. I mean, yes, music's great, <laughs> and it's fun. Music's what I do, but quite frankly, I have like a a interesting relationship with music because like I said you know growing up I didn't really uh hang out too much I was kind of a bit of a nerd and um just would stay home do my homework uh and play music and write songs and I had like trouble expressing myself a lot because I was kind of quiet shy and I would be able to easily express myself through music and through my songs and through my songwriting and that was um one of the one of the ways that I was able to grow my confidence was as I was able to get more in touch with my feelings and, and grow on the inside through music, I was able to communicate better just as a person on the outside. And I mean, music throughout my life has always been what has made me more confident from, you know, the time I was four till even now, just like a couple months ago, maybe like last year, I had sort of a breakthrough where I was just like, you know what? I really need to be more bold and be more confident and be more this and more that. And I was kind of pumping myself up. And it was in relation to, I don't remember what was going on in, in the news, like in the entertainment news, but a few of the entertain, like a few singers um, were, were speaking out about something or another. And it just inspired me to be more outspoken about some of my issues. And it once again just came back to music inspiring me to be more confident. That's awesome. I love um, that you've had such a such a successful career, and you were like, you know what? I need I, even I needed to boost my confidence. I think that'll speak to a lot. Right. A lot of the people who listen to the podcast are like really new in the industry, and they're like they're like right. starting to get their feelers and stuff like that. And I think when when they see someone like you, they're like she's got it all together and like hearing the fact that like everyone has like struggles and they have to figure out how to like push, push themselves through it. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I, I Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's funny because um, I was just talking to my manager the other day and we were having a, a back and forth and I was going, you know, I wish I, I, I feel like I don't remember what happened but I was trying to get on a certain song and someone else got that, got on that song. And I had said, you know, Oh, I'm so disappointed that I didn't get on that song. 
And he goes, he said something along the lines of, you know, um, there is no top. Because I was going like, you know, well, maybe if I dot, 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 I would have got it. Maybe if I dot, 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 I would have got it. And he goes, there is no top. There is always you trying to get to the top. And it's such a simple, like, concept. But, you know, you always kind of forget it when you're struggling to achieve something. Because whenever you get somewhere, you get there. And then now that's the normal. That's the zero now. And now you have a goal to get to this other thing. And you think, oh, my God, when I get to that side of the lawn, that grass is going to be greener. And then when you get there, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, now the grass is this green. So now how can I get it even greener? Um, so, yeah. I mean, the wake-up calls, they, the wake calls come every day. Um, there is no top. There is just always getting there. And so I guess the joy, it's finding the joy in getting there because there is no top. That's awesome. I actually just wrote that down. Um, that's going to be the quote for um, our podcast. So thank your manager for it. Yes. Thank your manager. Quote. I think, but I, I, <laughs> I think that's so cool because again, like I think the perception is when you hit a certain, when you hit a certain level of success, whatever, whatever success is to you, I feel like right. I think people are like, okay, I've arrived and this is it. But I love that like you always have to be striving and you always have to be yeah. and you ha- like you said you have to love the journey. Yeah. How is it that how do you maintain your love for the journey? Like when you're in those moments and you're like, oh man, like I'm I'm disappointed that I didn't get that. Like how do you right. maintain the joy of the journey? Um, you know, it is kind of tough. It, it does get tough sometimes when you, when you really work towards something and then you don't get it. But the, the, I think that what I have found that really helps me because I really do love what I do. I have fun every single day. And it was so funny today I was mixing, uh, I was like editing a song, editing a track and just trying to get something just right so that it would sound just exactly how I think it would sound perfect. And I'm spending like an hour on it. And my friend was like, just put it, it sounds fine. I was like, no, 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 it has to sound exactly like this because this will be perfect. And, um, you know, so it's all about having the, you know, the music always comes first, obviously. But the way to get Mm -hmm. past, like, those feelings of, um, you know, just kind of why am I doing this? I'm so tired of this. Everybody's making it and I'm not making it is what I do is I'll think, where was I last year? Where was I two years ago? Where was I five years ago? It's like I have to compare myself to myself. I can't really compare myself to, like, the other singers out there or the other songwriters or, you know, even people that aren't singing or songwriting or just millionaires or whatnot. If I compare myself to them, well, I'm not them, and they're good at something that I'm not good at, but I'm good at me. So if I'm better at me than I was last year, that's a success. And, um, you know, I just keep trying to look at my progress and say, wow, here's where I am now, and there's where I was before. And, and, you know, just looking at it that way I think helps a lot and helps put a lot of things into perspective and keeps the fun fun because, you know, you're not – you're no longer, like, trying so hard to get to a next gear. You're trying hard to get to a next next gear. I don't (laughs) – I don't know if I'm saying it right. No, that, no, no, that makes total sense. Like you're not like you're not trying to get to the next thing. You're always trying to improve yourself and your craft personally. You're not like exactly. And I love I love that you said like you can't compare yourself to someone else because like I know a lot of people like we have um a lot of people will like 
look, and this isn't exactly the same thing, but like a lot of people like will look on social media and they'll be like, oh wow, like look at all the pictures that person's getting, and I'm not, it's not happening right. for me. But the thing is, like you right. don't know that like your next, your next big thing or your next next isn't like right. coming tomorrow. You just have to like stay the course. And, right. Uh, and another thing. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Another thing. Well, uh, to your point about the sort of FOMO feeling, the sort of fear of missing out sort of feeling, um, mm-hmm. I think it's good to know that, like, everyone feels it. So, like, let's say, for instance, if there's somebody posting all these pictures of, like, I went to Paris, and then I went to France, and then I went to – well, those are the same place, but you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. They, they're, like, they're also thinking things, too, like – they're also going through their own struggles of maybe not, maybe they do travel all the time, but they may be having, you know, issues, other issues. So, um, you know, everybody has their own sort of problem. That's the worst thing in the world. So, I mean, it's, it's jealousy. There's no point in being jealous of someone else's sort of things that they have going on because I'm pretty sure there's somebody jealous of, you know, what you've got going on kind of thing. Yeah, it's so true, and, like, their highlight reels. Very few people, like, post the pictures of them, like, up all night, like, worrying about, like, right. what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, like you said, exactly. like, people post, uh, look, here I am. I'm, look at me. I'm on this balcony overlooking this beautiful view. But, like, you have no right. idea the hard work even that the person put mm-hmm. in to get to that place. Right. Right. So, right. I love, yeah, that's, sure. that's awesome. Oh, okay, so... You have worked with some of the biggest names in music. Can you talk a little bit about that and, like, tell us some of your experiences? I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I've worked with some pretty cool, very talented heavyweights in the industry. And um, a lot of the situations in being able to be hooked up with them in the first place are very sort of, you know, a friend of a publicist or a manager's friend, you know, sort of situation. Um, Like at that level, there's not a lot of, Hey, walk in and let me work with you. But at the same time, um, you know, it, 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 there's a level of, you don't really, in some situations, you may not get very close to the person that you work with. So, Mm -hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say for instance, like, uh, if I were going to work, like, let me give an example of, say, Snoop Dogg. So I worked with Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Um, my people, like, worked out some things with his people and worked out some things with Kendra Black's people. Kendra Black had also was also on the track. And, you know, it was there was very minimal contact. You know what I mean? Like, we met a few okay. times and we did this and we did that. So a lot of times when you work with some some of these really big names, um, a lot of it is just background between all these managers and publicists setting things up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. How, however, um, working with these guys is, like, always a treat. Like, always a treat to see people just that are super talented at their craft um, do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I recently had done a song with uh, Marcus Schultz and he's pretty big in the trance EDM situation. Uh, In fact, he's won like top global DJ for several years in a row from DJ magazine. And um, it was really interesting because when he was mixing the song we did, I ended up 
meeting up with him and we were in a studio and I heard the song and it wasn't finished yet. And it was just, he was like, Oh, it's not done yet. You know, all this stuff needs to go here and that needs to go there. And, you know, just, you know, just when you listen to it, just know that it's not done yet. So I'm listening to it and I'm like, Holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Like, how is this not done yet? <laughs> so, it's, it's, so when you work with some of these people, like it's really like fascinating to um, see some of uh, these top guys. Just they're not just all talk; like they're actually really good at what they do. Mhm. And do you feel like even if you have minimal contact or a lot of contact, do you feel like working with them to challenge you to be better at what you do also? It definitely, definitely does um, for many reasons. I mean, you know, the more I work with people who are on that level, the more eyes start looking at what I'm doing. And so mm-hmm. I start to, you know, I'm not just doing it for friends and family anymore. It's not like, hey, mom, look, I drew a spaghetti picture, put it on the fridge. <laughs> at this point, we, you know what I mean? So That's, at this yeah. point, real guys. Right. So real guys and real girls are looking at some of the things I'm doing. So I'm making sure like, hey, well, let me actually do something. Let me get in this studio. Let me take the time out. Let me sit down and let me find out how much time and money did such and such spend. Like now that they're my competition, how much time and money did they spend on something? Let me do what Mm -hmm. I can to put that much effort as well instead of trying to cut corners because they're not cutting the corners and they're getting the work. So let me do what I got to do to be on that level. I think it's when I started realizing like, Hey, you can't really cut corners on some of this stuff. You really got to be on top of it. Um, that I started really seeing some success. And I love, I love what you said there, like that you're, you're studying like how much time they spent and how much money they spent because I mean, the yeah. thing is, is when, like, everything that you're doing, it's definitely an art, and it's definitely a craft, but it's also a business, and with anything that right. you do in the entertainment industry, whether it's being a musician, or whether you're an actor, a model, what, or if you're writing a book, even, like, you, it's a business, and there's always an investment of time and money that has to go into it somewhere, so I love that you just yeah. said that. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that part because I think that's important for people to hear too because and the fact that you're studying that and studying other what other people are doing, not in a jealousy way, but in okay, you know what, if it's worked for them, maybe there's something I can glean from that because that's so important because like not everyone walks into a studio, records a song and is a, is like the next big star. Like there's a lot of work that goes right. into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there that's really awesome. is. And and about on the point of, like, you being a business, um, that's so true. And I feel like that's one of the big pivotal mindsets that separates kind of like, you know, the men from the boys kind of thing. It's like I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of artists, I feel that a lot of newer artists or newer talent think if I could only get that agent or if I could only get that manager or that, you know, producer to see me and give me a shot, if I could only get, if I could mm-hmm. only get – and they're kind of seeing themselves as like, hey, I, I want their business to believe in me as opposed yeah. to you being the business that believes in them. So, like, let's say, for instance, when I, when I finally signed with my manager that I've been with for a couple of years, um, 
it's like he it's not like he came around and said hey you're a star I'm gonna make you a star it was like mm-hmm. we yeah. had to agree I had to get to a point where I couldn't really continue to do everything I was doing by myself uh, because my personal business like my personal brand was growing beyond me doing this myself so it was almost like I was going out and looking for almost like hiring someone to be my manager. So I'm saying, hey, yeah. can you join my business? As opposed to, hey, pick me for your business. It's, hey, you, come join my business. Um, and I feel like when some of these newer talents start to turn around and see it that way, that a, man, that a manager is looking to be hired. They're not looking to bring you on and sort of take a shot. They're looking for you to hire them. even if And by hire, it could be by percent. Um, usually it's by percent, but they're still looking at it as being hired to your business. That, that, I mean, you just kind of blew my mind with that because I know that they, again, there are so many people that are like, oh yeah, you know, if I just get a manager, how, Denise, how do I get a manager? But I love right. like basically like to, to recap what you said, and I'm just making sure I understand, like you basically outgrew yourself and you needed, so, you needed to hire someone to take you to the next level. Right. Exactly. That's because awesome. I mean, you do get That's to a awesome. point. You do get to a point where you can't like you're actually hurting your own career if you're working so hard that you don't have the time to actually like continue to perfect your craft and stuff like that. So yeah, so, yeah. I, like it's important to it's important to have a good team around you. So speaking to that, like mm-hmm. how you you obviously knew it was time. Like how did you find a, like how did you find a manager that you wanted to hire to work with you? You know, it was really an interesting situation. And, um, you know, it's funny. I haven't actually shared this with anyone. Not that it's like a secret, but. Um, breaking I, news on the VIP Ignite podcast. Breaking news. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So I, I was started. So when I had put out a few songs that were very sort of like urban-esque, walking into the urban realm. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted to express myself a little more. Like I felt like I was pretending to be urban as opposed to just being myself. And okay. I was like, I was like, what, what can I do? Where, where can I be? What kind of niche do I want to be in where I can sort of start to kind of be more myself as opposed to pretending to be like all these other things. And so I started to tend towards EDM and like dance music uh, because Producers were coming around and just going like, hey, just write whatever. I don't care. Just write whatever. It's really about my, my song. So, you know, in the EDM realm, it's, it's a lot of it is about the producer. So it's about okay. the beat maker. And they just want a vocalist mm-hmm. to kind of accompany their track. And so I was like, hey, I can just do whatever I want on this track. They're like, yeah, whatever. So that's how it kind of started. Um, and as I got more into EDM, I started really – feeling very comfortable because I was kind of saying things I wanted to say. Sometimes I wrote like something corny and sometimes I wrote something deep. Sometimes I wrote something funky and all of it was Mm -hmm. what I wanted to say. And so as I continued to um, walk the walk in the EDM realm, uh, I came across a, uh, like a fellow musician that was an EDM producer and he was like, looking uh-huh. for, I'm looking for a vocalist that I can really work with. My manager wants me to do um, a song or, or another with a, with a vocalist. So he and I worked on a song or two, and he presented it to his manager. 
And his manager was like, this song is all right, but this vocalist is great. And he was like, who is this vocalist? <laughs> and so then it, that ended up being who my manager ended up being. And uh, so I ended up walking in with that producer to his manager. And now, it, you know, that was kind of all she wrote. And we've been together for, I think it's been three years now. So awesome. it, it hasn't been very long. Cool. It hasn't been very long. But, but um, yeah, so sometimes it's just who you know and who you meet and who you like can get you to usher you into places. So, yeah, I mean, networking is the biggest thing. I mean, if you didn't work with that guy, with that, with, if you didn't work with that guy, you wouldn't have your producer. So like networking is key in the industry too. Like, and like the fact that he recognized you as a great vocalist. I mean, it's like, it's, it all seems so um, serendipitous, but at the same time, it's because you've worked so hard on your craft. I mean, that's awesome. That's 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 a really cool story. Like he was he like added you to the thing, and then you wound up like finding a manager. That's awesome. I love that. Well, yeah, exactly that. But not even just that. Also, just more of the uh, going from a genre where I didn't feel com- feel comfortable to a place where I did feel comfortable, and I feel like mm-hmm. I felt like comfortable. And so when I sang yeah. on the tracks that the producer. Uh, did with me when he presented it to his management team they were like wow this vocalist is great so even though the track was not that great (laughs) my performance was so good that it caught attention and I feel like it was because I was finally really being authentic with myself when I was performing my music yeah I mean when you're full of you then people are automatically they're magnetically attracted to you right right that's right that's awesome yeah, it's so important for musicians too. Like I think a lot of times, like people, like I, I've talked to so many. I've talked to a lot of um, people who want to be musicians or who are musicians. I'm like, well, what kind of music do you do? And they're like, well, and they name off like five musicians that do the same type of music that they do. And I'm like, you have to like eventually you have to figure out who you are and what your voice is. And that's that. I mean, right. that goes for anything. Like if. If you're a writer, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, you have to have your own authentic voice for people to listen to you. Because I think people perceive if, like, like everything you said, like, if, if you're trying to be something you're not or something that you're not fully, people perceive that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, well, people can feel I it. get that. Yep. Yep. Right. That's awesome. Right. So, um, you've had a lot of experiences. Can you tell me about one of your favorite experiences in music? Ooh. Uh, one of my favorite experiences. Yikes. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, a lot of experiences are fun. Um, I, I would, I don't know. I could say like a recent interesting experience I had had was, okay. what was one of my funnest experiences? <laughs> I don't know why I'm having very, a lot of trouble with this question. Um, I don't okay. know. I mean, I like, I just at I, the beginning of the podcast, so okay. So now it's my turn. I got you. So, um, yes. <laughs> one of my, I mean, I love, I love to just be in the studio. So, what, some of my, okay. some of my funnest, you know, what? Some of my funnest experiences is when I'm sort of flown out or ushered out to somewhere to vocal produce someone. I don't know why I like that so much. Um, So every once in a while, I will be 
you know, I'll either have someone come to my studio, like a new singer, a young singer, or even somebody that's super established will come into my studio, or I'll go to their studio and I'll help vocal produce them. And so okay. I'm, I'm kind of a lot in the studio. So, I mean, you know, we're talking now and I'm a little, I'm pretty demure. I'm cracking a joke here and there, but like in the studio, I'm super, I'm hype. I'm all over the place. So I'll be super focused in one second. And then the next second I'll just be like joking. And then the third second I'll be telling you like, stop joking. We're recording now. So, <laughs> and so people have no idea what to do. I don't know if they're having fun. Um, or not, <laughs> but I'm trying but to make are, people have you're fun. In your element. I'm, I'm in my element. And then everyone always ends up leaving, having an amazing, having had an amazing experience recording with me. Um, but I have been described as like, I had the best session with Lachi in my whole life, but the entire time I was like a deer in headlights. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, is that a compliment? <laughs> Um, but if I, I were you, I would take that studio. as a compliment. Okay. Okay. What that tells me. No, what that tells me is that you're a coach. You're not a cheerleader. You're a coach. And yeah. it sounds yeah. to me like the thing that you love most, is, uh, besides obviously being, besides music, is you love coaching people. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. That's really cool. I do. I do because I love and it's it's fun. You know, it's a fun. It should be fun. Being in the studio should be fun. Yeah. I always hate it when um, singers or musicians or whatever they'll be in the studio and they'll be like, "Wow, this was so much fun. I actually had fun." And I'm like, "What happens in the other studios?" <laughs> and they're like, "They're just I, I don't have fun." <laughs> so it's what you do. It's what you love. So you should have fun. Yeah, that's so true. Well you're surprised by this but our 30 minutes is up can you believe that oh wow really i just got I here i'm still dialing yeah. the number <laughs> i know me too so i would i would love to have you on the show again because this was like a fantastic half hour and i just really appreciate just everything that you shared like i i appreciate you just being so real with the audience because so many times people are like yeah everything is awesome and you're like the, the knowledge that you shared is something that not a lot of people are willing to do. So I really appreciate the time and oh, just yeah, you being sure. so real. I really appreciate that. For sure. I mean, this is, I'm from New York. You know how it is. We don't know how not to be real. <laughs> yeah. I, for good I'm from for Philly too. So I'm like, if, if, oh, if okay. love me or hate me, it's your choice. <laughs> right. Right. So, exactly. But it's me. Awesome. You know, this is me. Take it or leave it. Yeah. But no, I've been told you yep. hit me up. Um, let me know when you guys um, need me and I'm here. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, I just want to thank you again for your time and I hope that you have a fantastic night and I can't wait to hear some of your music that comes out. Awesome. Thank you so much. And check me out at lachimusic.com, guys. L-A-C-H-I-M-U-S-I-C.com. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the VIP Ignite podcast. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation and that you enjoyed just some real insights into the music industry and what it takes to be successful in music. So if you enjoyed our conversation, make sure you hit subscribe to the VIP Ignite podcast because I have some awesome guests coming up and I would love for you to be subscribed to the podcast so you can hear them. And if you are interested in becoming an actor, a model, or a musician, please make sure you check out our website at ammsociety.com where you can get registered for our next live webinar 
and potentially get qualified to go to our next live event in Los Angeles or New York. Thank you so much and have a great night.